This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. You know, Wackerly, I'm surprised that uh, to even get you in here to do a podcast today, being that it's Labor Day and Labor Day weekend. How come you're not like barbecuing or playing beach volleyball or something? I don't really have any friends. <laughs> well, what, do, what do people typically do on Labor Day? Barbecue. Barbecue? Actually, somebody did call me to barbecue and I just didn't even call him back. Just didn't feel like doing it? No. Was it a barbecue in Oakland in the hood? Alameda. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I guess they didn't invite me. Was it a, sim- a similar friend? Yeah. Was this Jane Christie? Yeah. And Jane Christie invited you to the barbecue, but they didn't call me and invite me. Dude, they know you're not going to come over. I think it's like beating their head against a wall will trying to get you to come to a barbecue, especially in Alameda. You know, I, I You think wouldn't go. Just be I honest. Totally you would not go. have gone. No, but it's nice to get the invite. I could have made up an, an excuse that would have been plausible. Yeah, well, I, I haven't even called them back, so they're probably pissed at me. Fuck them. That's what I say. I'll have my own fucking barbecue. <laughs> I'm on strike day. from friends. In honor my own of Labor, fucking barbecue. In honor of Labor Day, I'm striking on friends. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of Labor Day, Labor Day, to be quite honest. It's kind of like, really, I mean, the only people that really profit from it or the only people that really get to enjoy it are like people like that work at banks and you know investment bankers and yuppies who don't even deserve a day off it's like the manual laborers that should have the day off <laughs> yeah you're right and they should go and be able to taunt the, the white collar people through the window so basically like, what labor day in this country means is that a bunch of yuppies get to go to sports bars and get shit-faced on a sunday night because they get Monday that's everything off. this country stands for yeah, I don't know, man. I just think Everybody the, gets I just the, think the proletariat I mean, deserve another shot. You well, know? They, they get their day off, too. Yeah, I guess they can get they go to their, home. They go to their migrant worker bean picker bars or whatever. <laughs> Dude, the migrants still have to work, don't they? No, they get the day off, yeah. I think. I don't know. I have no well, idea. I don't, I don't have a lot of migrant worker friends. Apparently, we're, we're, we're still working here on Labor Day weekend and doing a podcast. It's kind of short notice. We're late with, our, with episode 85, so here's episode 86 a few days later, but we're right back on schedule. Sort of. We're a day sort late of. because of Labor Day weekend. Well, and I, I am striking on the show too. I'm, I'm, I have to put no thought into the show or preliminary planning. I haven't helped you come up with any strategy for how this one's going to go. I'm surprised you even picked an article out. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I should have just came on and been like, "No, I don't have anything to talk about." I, yeah, <laughs> fuck you know, it. I'm surprised you didn't just call in. <laughs> that would have been nice. Oh, now you make that suggestion. Well, anyway, all the way over here already. We received an email the other day. I was looking through my email, and we get, we get, we got this email from a guy named Tyke. Who uh, commented on? Um, he commented on the show, and uh, he voted, and he he actually voted for the listener, fucker. But anyway, he wrote in. He was just like something to entertain you, since all of it's you guys are all about the love between a man and an animal. Yes, we are. Uh, you we know, even had to we had to go to cold turkey, not. No pun intended. <laughs> we didn't have to fuck a cold turkey, but we tried to go cold turkey on bestiality stories. Yeah, we kind of stopped like it for one's a while. coming back up. Well, you know what's funny? It's like I think feces and bestiality are very frequent topics on a show called Sick and Wrong, which makes sense because they are subjects that are sick and wrong. I didn't even notice we were focusing on it too much, but then like some guy you worked with <laughs> said that we, we were basically doing the bestiality podcast and we talked about it all the time. We were obsessed with it. Yeah, that really pissed me off because I was like, you know what? We 
we cover a variety of subjects here, and it's not only we're not focused on bestiality, but yeah, I mean, nevertheless, bestiality is sick and wrong. Yes. So anyway, this guy assumed that um, you know, we are the bestiality podcast, and he thought we'd be we'd be uh, thoroughly entertained by this link that he sent in from a website that I had never heard of called BeastTube.com. Have you seen that website? <laughs> no, but I can only guess. So there's YouTube, right, which is hugely popular. And then there was obviously the porn world is going to take that over. So now there's you porn, and, and then there's Red X tube, tube, Red tube and Red Tube. I love Red Tube. And now it's gone all the way into bestiality. Is that what that's what Beast Tube is all about? Yeah, now? I checked it out. It's Beast Tube. It's just a <laughs> bunch of videos of bestiality, which you'd think would be illegal, but apparently it's not. And isn't the I don't whole, know if it's illegal. Wasn't the whole point of YouTube the amateurs put up these videos? Right. So Beast Tube, these amateurs must be putting up their own bestiality videos. I would think so. It's disgusting. Or it's, maybe they have it's just some porn laying around the house that they upload. Well, what impressed me about, me about this video that we're talking about here that the guy sent in is I think I mentioned before that I find bestiality kind of boring and rather mundane because it's always a dog. The same animals, it's always the yeah. same kind of animal. Horse. And it's yeah, a chick giving you know, a horse head or something. Shoving a snake up her pussy. It's like, Which I, I don't actually – that's not really bestiality in my mind. No, it isn't. Because this is not a sexual act for the snake. No, the snake's not getting any enjoyment out of that. <laughs> Except for him being like momentarily blinded. Maybe he likes tuna. Yeah, I'm not, it's a little know. enjoyable there. <laughs> well, it depends on what kind of snake you're talking about. But anyway, um, he he sent in this video, and this video actually falls in the category of bestiality that does surprise me. Really? It, uh, yeah, it was a it was from what I assume a dude giving head to a dolphin. <laughs> And I, which I didn't even think was possible because does he have scuba gear on or is this dolphin beached? <laughs> I think the guy works at, like, SeaWorld or something because his <laughs> <Not> dolphin... Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely a dolphin handler. But this dolphin kind of, like, came up and flipped up. So it was, like, what, dorsal side up? Or is it... Well, whatever. Belly side up. Yeah, I don't know and, this, uh, too. And all of a sudden, this the guy was massaging it, and this, like, hand-like thing came out, and he just stuck it in its mouth. And seriously... In his mouth. He stuck the dolphin's penis in his mouth to climax. <laughs> It was absolutely Did he disgusting. Swallow? The you know, load, the dolphin load. I think he pulled out and the load like went all over. But at, at that point, <laughs> I had to look away because <laughs> it was getting disgusting then. Dolphin bukkake, is that what it was? But what was funny about it is I was watching it with my girlfriend and she was looking at it. She's like, "Is that a dude? Sick." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "It's just sick. It's like a dude giving head to a dolphin." I'm like, "Yeah, that's sick. But is it any sicker than a woman giving head to a dolphin?" I don't think it's... I think they're both equally disgusting. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think they're both equally foul because it's like humans aren't supposed to be giving oral sex to dolphins. Now, you said that the penis looked like a hand? Yeah, it, it was like moving around. Like it... I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've heard that, that they can actually... It's like a manipulate... It can, like a prehensile... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It like actually has a control. They can grab stuff with it. Poke stuff with it. <laughs> I wonder if so Wish I like, could do that. He could like grab stuff with his dick. Just pick up the remote control. Give it, give it to your girlfriend. Here you go. Dude, that would make Drinking jacking a beer. Off, that would make jacking off the internet porn all that much easier. If you, yeah. Hey, you wouldn't even open have to up move. some new options. Yeah, no, you wouldn't even have to move. But anyway, yeah. So I was watching this and I was like, God, this is just absolutely foul. I wonder what a dolphin penis tastes like. Well, it made me wonder, but that's disgusting, dude. Why would you wonder that? I mean, fried up like a sausage. Not that I was blowing it, that I was eating it. Like, actually eating it. In a bun. I I bet you they eat that in Mexico. 
Or Japan. Or Japan, they probably do. But I was wondering, it's funny that you mentioned Japan. I was wondering, like, so how many people, you know, have had sex with marine animals? Yeah, it just seems difficult because, like I said, you know, you got to get the thing out of the water, first of all, or maybe you have scuba gear on. Well, this dolphin and was if you in the scuba, water. If you have scuba gear on, you can't be blowing something, you know? Maybe you can fuck something if you but have scuba yeah, gear on. But yeah, you have the, the scuba gear. You seems know, like a lot of lengths to go to. You're in like an extreme bestiality, dude, if you're, well, if you're going to the sea life. I found this article about a Japanese comedian. His name's uh, Taro Makaburo, and he used to be a Japanese fisherman. And so I guess there's like a lot of uh, lore about Japanese fishermen. Yeah. That um, there, there's like um, mythology behind that they've had sex with so many different kinds of animals. And so, are you saying like a uh, commercial fisherman, like out on a boat, or just he's on the dock fishing? No, he's a commercial fisherman. Oh, okay. So he's out at sea for extended periods of time. Extended period of time, fucking marine animals. And so, he, <laughs> well, so, in his time <laughs> off, he's got to fish while, during his work shift. Yeah, no, I mean he's working, but then for sexual enjoyment, I think it's like they play this game, sort of like you know, what can we stick our dick into that swims around. You know, it's like different kind of animals. So is it a gay thing or is it a camaraderie among men, dare, daredevil thing? Well, I think you should come to that conclusion yourself here. Okay. So this guy's a Japanese comedian and uh, part of his act is to tell um, fish stories. Fish jokes, which is kind of funny because I could never see that really translate to American no, audiences. No, that's purely a Japanese <laughs> you're idea. You're not going to see that on Comedy Central, but maybe it's the translation. But uh, he says you can't get too raunchy or personal when he's performing in public because it might alienate the audience. <laughs> I think because there's a lot of dudes in that audience that probably fuck fish and they don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I was going to say, Japan's the most perverted place on the face of the planet. Uh, well, we've done that. We've done stories in the past where the girls like stick toads and eels in their right. vaginas. So I don't think this is anything new here. But anyway, uh, th- this reporter interviewed this guy in private and this guy kind of, yeah, spoke at uh, with impunity here. He says, we're not... We're not talking about legends of making it with mesmerizing mermaids. He said, what we're talking about is having sex with manta rays. <laughs> and apparently, I guess that's one of the most popular marine animals to have sex with in Japan. That manta is the best, best vagina. <laughs> he says, quote unquote, almost everybody in the fishing business has had sex with a manta at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's kind of weird. It's like so, like 99% of people. Well, you know what a manta ray Isn't a manta ray the same thing that killed uh, the crocodile hunter? Wasn't this yeah, a stingray? Right. Danger- it's dangerous. Well, I think some are poisonous and some aren't. And some have like a sharper, uh, you know, the tail is what you get stabbed with. Well, this is the, exactly the, the type of bestiality that impresses me. It's like you're living on the edge having sex with something that killed the crocodile hunter. I'd be worried about like vagina dentata, you know, like among weird species that maybe. Vagina, you mean if they had like stingers or yeah, teeth or something? Because like, certain animals, you know, when they have sex, they rip the male's dick off. Yeah, yeah, I, I, exactly. And it's, apparently, these guys are so horny they don't even care. Or maybe they research it. You know, maybe they actually find out. Whereas I'm just imagining that you just go around and stick your dick in whatever you see. Well, I think it comes from experience. He says so. Fishermen out on ships spend a long time at sea without ever encountering a woman, and they get pretty horny. They get really horny, horny enough to actually have sex with a manta ray. And so uh, Makaburo here says, well, coastal. Imagine it just doesn't even. It's like flat and weird looking, and its eyes are on the bottom of its face, and it's got that weird slit mouth. I I couldn't fuck that. Well, what's interesting about it, it, he says it's a ritual of manhood done out of recognition of the dangers of life on the sea. (laughs) 
He says before mounting any of these creatures, it's essential that the stinger be removed. Oh, okay. So well, that's they, how they avoid death. Yeah, they must cut it off or something. And then there's a matter of protocol. <clears throat> the ship's captain, if he so chooses, is entitled to go first. So I think you <laughs> yeah, have to respect authority. Yeah, are they just out authority. on the deck of the ship in, like, bare-ass view of everybody else? I think it's like, you know the what happens? The sun shining down. I think, I think what happens is you're out at sea for months on end. You're drunk on rum. It's late at night. You've Saki. already fished all day. And then, it, yeah, sake. And then it gets to the point. It's just like, let's start fucking the manta rays. What, whatever happened to good old-fashioned naval buggery? <laughs> You know, I, dude, but I mean, would you prefer to have sex with a man or a fish? Which fit? Not a manta ray. I would fuck a dude before I'd fuck a manta ray. Mark like a, a manatee? I always knew I that would about fuck you. a manatee. A sea cow? <laughs> That's like fucking a fat chick. I could, I, I, I would That's fuck like a manatee. That's like the ultimate fat chick. Like, those you... things weigh like 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah, but I bet you if there were manatees out in Japan, they'd probably be like, all right, I'm going to you know, screw the manta ray. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go right onto the manatee. I guess, yeah, that manatees, are, they're only down by Florida, right? So well, I guess they don't have any out there. Makaburo here says a manta's thing is kind of similar to a human's. Uh, Japanese, vagina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's similar to a human's vagina. Well, sort of, almost. More than a reproductive organ, it's basically an organ of elimination. So engaging in sex with a manta <laughs> is basically an act of deep-sea sodomy. So they're sodomizing this thing. Yeah, but, I just read something where a lot of animals, they just kind of have one hole. It's called like a cloaca, where it's like the shit, the piss, it's the sex hole, the sperm hole. It's all just one hole. Well, apparently it feels pretty good because it's kind of tight. It's shallow and it, 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 uh, it there's resistance at the other end. You get a young one. <laughs> Does it have like hair? <laughs> like pubic hair? That would be really weird. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just kind of a wet hole. Like a big bush. Which, uh, which I Because mean, I like a big bush. We've yeah. talked about that before. <laughs> but what I'm saying here is if you're out to sea for months... And you're just kind of drunk, and you're sitting in your room, you haven't been laid that long, sick and tired of masturbating. You get this thing that's kind of similar to a vagina, sort of, <laughs> asshole, maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't you do it? Not a, not a, what is this, man, manta ray? No, I wouldn't. You'd be like, I'm just going to go fuck a sailor. Yeah, or a sea cow, or, I mean, well, the story started off like he fucked lots of different animals. Do I have any well, other options besides this weird manta ray thing? Well, what he says here, he's that what's interesting, too, he says the manta actually survives the violation. So with most fish, they just kill them, but they release the mantas, they screw back into the ocean. Yeah, but they cut its tail off. Yeah, There's but no at defense least it's still mechanism. Living. You know what he says, though, too, if the captain has an STD... Do they call STD, it the next day? <laughs> well, he says if the captain has an STD, the other crew members have a chance of contracting it, too. He says, so a lot of guys slip on a con before they actually have sex with the thing. I'm not going sloppy seconds on a fucking fish. <laughs> Why can't you just get me a new fish? Well, that's what I don't understand. They're fishermen. But, you know, I don't think they typically fish for mantas, so they probably just get a couple just to have sex with, and then they just all kind of pass it around. <laughs> Don't you think so? How big are these things? They're the huge. size of a kite or like the size of a Volkswagen? You know, I bet you they have their preference. Of a big one or a little one? Yeah, you know, I don't know. He he asked Weird. them he asked the uh, the reporter here asked him if um if it's common for marine students to lose their virginity to a manta. He says, Well no, it's actually more common for them to lose it to a moray eel. Which kinda cracked me up because if you've seen those they look gnarly. It's like a snake-shaped thing, right? It's like an eel, but they have, like, massive teeth, and they're just, they, they live in, like, holes under the sea. What, do you knock it out first, or how do you keep it from biting your face off? He says you can stick it in until it bites, but if you pull it away too in fast... In its mouth? 
Yeah. He says you can stick it in until it bites, but if you pull it away too fast, the skin on your cock will tear. <laughs> apparently what the once fuck? apparently once out of the water, a moray becomes less aggressive. So you can force its mouth open with your hands and then stick in your cock and let it chew on your chin chin. And apparently What's I guess it feels really good. I think that's like a Japanese, you know, um euphemism for cock. Okay. Are you telling me they don't have cantaloupes and microwaves on these ships? <laughs> I think, dude, I mean, I think these guys get creative. They're at sea, they're Jerry drunk on sake. They have, like, a whole slew of marine animals in front of them. Wow. I don't know. He says, uh, should you happen to find yourself climbing on a seaside crag, you might come across an anemone known as a Isogin Chaku. And uh, it's a sea anemone. He says the creature gets its name from an old Japanese coin purse called a kinchaku, which puckers tightly in the center when you pull on the drawstrings. He says if you stick in your penis, it'll snap shut around it. You don't need any foreplay at all. Just ram the old Avenger home, and it feels real good. <laughs> an anemone. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's sea anemone. He said that uh, that's another one that you can do, and so it's kind of common. So apparently all these guys are uh, driving around going to see fish and having sex with fish. But w- what I wonder about it, do you think they're putting up videos on BeastTube? Well, this guy's got a whole act, comedic, comedic act centered around it. I, I think it'd actually be funnier if he was in- engaging in these acts it as just, opposed to telling jokes about them. I mean, it just like, kind of... Come it, see me fuck some fish. It kind of cracks me up. I think... It, I think people have just differing libidos. You know, I've gone a, quite a long time without having sex before, especially when I was younger. And I've never felt the need to stick my penis inside a moray eel's mouth. You know, no. it's just it's never got to that point. So maybe Japanese well, okay, men are, if you are had the horny. Choice, if you had the choice of buggering your fellow sailor or going the, uh, what is it? The moray eel? The moray eel route. Which would you take there? I would uh, do abstinence. I just would, I would jerk off. Yeah, what, what's wrong off. with that? On the Moriel's face? I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I think these guys have these raging chin chins, and they need to stick it in something. Yeah, I guess. And you know, it's probably it has to. It probably boils down to peer pressure. Because if the captain's like, "All right, you know, crew, get together. We're all going to stick our penises in the manta rays." You know, and maybe it's like a team building, you know, sort of event here. You could be right. I'm not sure. Well, all in all, I think it's disgusting. But it, what, what prompted me to talk about that was the guy that sent in the um, fascinating dolphin sex video. So, on BeastTube.com. From BeastTube.com. So people, go check out BeastTube.com. But just don't send us the videos because I can go there on my own volition. I can see the videos, too. You don't have to keep sending them to me because I find them disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You can send them to Wackerly. you like them. Actually, as a matter of fact, I responded to the guy saying, wow, that was fucking hot. LW. <laughs> what was that? Oh, thanks a lot. That's fraud, Please by the way. That's more. fraud, by Please the way. Please more. We did have that one video of the chick with the golden retriever, which was actually kind of sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone actually... Mostly because the girl was really hot. Usually you see these videos and it's just some just disgusting hippie chick with a, you know, I have said that I like big bushes, but like you can go too far. These chicks usually have like really big bushes and just gross dreadlocks or whatever. Yeah, but they're having sex with animals. Right, but in that video that I'm talking about, and I don't even remember where he got it, that girl was like young. Well, someone sent that in. It was they looked kind like of a they were having chick. fun, you know. Yeah, the dog music. was having a good time. She was having a good time. She had on like some kind of costume. She had like yeah, she had like stockings on that were striped. Yeah, and, and then she, she maybe yeah. had some like fake animal ears or something. And she was kind of gothic looking, and it was it was kind of a hot video. There's music going on. Yeah, it was kind of hot. Yeah, you know, I'm not okay. really into the goth chick, so I don't think she looked like that. But okay. Well, but you know what though? I, I think if someone's gonna send us 
just a picture of a hot chick doing it with an animal, that's okay. But just no dudes having oral <laughs> sex, blowing dolphins. I just don't want to see it. Again. One yeah. time's enough. <laughs> One time's enough. One time's enough. Well, anyway, um, this is episode 86 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. We have to do a quick recap of episode 85. Uh, if you remember, I did a story about a homeless cannibal who ate his roommate. Uh, Wackerly here did a story about a molester neighbor and a courtroom brawl. Oh, yeah. And um, the listener sent in a story about a Burning Man suicide, which is kind of topical. Uh, anyway... I kind of figured I was going to take that one. I came in with 84 votes. Wackley, you came in with a close 62, and the listener came in with 18. Mm. We didn't even give that much time to the audience to vote, but uh, that's kind of no, a lot of votes a in a days. short amount of time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's why I'm enjoying my MGD this week. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackley and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. We present them here on the show. The audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card with a listener submission, which you can send to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. So I think I started off the show last week. So for episode 86, what do you have, Wackerly? I have a story from the province of Ontario in Canada, uh, which makes me wonder what's going on with that Picton guy, the pig farmer, serial killer. I don't know. We haven't had an update in a while. You know, it's been a while since we've done a story from Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember last time we did one. Yeah, I'm glad to bring it back. Well, back, it's, it's good. Back that, to the great white north. Well, you know, it's good that uh, a lot of sick and wrong things happen in Canada, because I think people have a misconception about the Canadians. <laughs> they think that there's, since there's no black people, there's no crime up there. Right. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> or no, they don't have any guns either, I hear, but they just, they do some fucked up things. Sometimes you don't need a gun. No, you don't need a gun. And as this story will prove, uh, the Canadians do quite nicely without the guns. Uh, A mother wept in court yesterday as she told the judge how she wakes each day to the horrific reality that her mentally handicapped daughter was tortured to death with a blowtorch. Jesus. (laughs) They really do go all out in Canada. Do you think those are kind of crocodile tears, by the way? I mean, I guess she, she did have a retarded daughter. daughter that you're going to have to take care of for the rest of probably your natural life. Yeah, if you now think about it, it almost sounds like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Uh, moving on, uh, this woman, Deborah Laramie, uh, said that uh, her daughter was blowtorched to death um, Jesus, November dude. 12th of last year. Uh and I don't understand why all every time we do one of these stories, the mom and the kid and the dad all have different last names. It makes it very hard to follow. But uh, the woman's name is Deborah Laramie, and the kid's name is Catlin Casino. Yeah, but if Spend, you think about spelled it, very strangely. Well, if you think about it, you're dealing with probably just complete white trash here. This is like, yeah. I mean, if you're having, I wonder, a retarded, what do they call them in Canada? Yeah, but you're kind of wading through the shallow end of the gene pool. Yeah. So I imagine, like, you know, this woman probably was. You know, married not to the her best cousin in her or life. Yeah, married to her cousin. That's how this kid this came monstrosity. Well, sitting in the prisoner's box, which I guess is a term for, uh, you know, the little box where the guy sits in in court. Is it like the penalty box? Yeah, it reminds hockey. me of hockey. <laughs> Everything up there has hockey references. Um, Matthew Sitte. I think that's how you say his name, 25, darted his eyes away from the mother as uh, he pleaded guilty to second-degree murder. 
Second degree. We really need to get these degrees straight one time. We need to do that as a whole intro topic, and because yep. we never understand. But I think it differs though in different countries. I well, think maybe we should it. do it for div- the different countries too. You know. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Sounds like a research project though, so we probably won't do it. Um, the girl is 25, but she has the emotional maturity of a 12 or 14 year old, and she lived with That's this guy, hot. Matthew. And two other adults, one of them being Susanna Ballow, who's 33. Um, this woman, I don't know why where the mom was. She she ditched this girl, so maybe that's why she can legitimately be like, oh, my retarded daughter, because she wasn't really taking care of her anyways. You know, it's such a cop-out. You give birth to a retarded kid, and you yeah. don't take care of the kid. <laughs> you birthed it, you bought it. Yeah, I mean, what, for the rest did, of your life. How did this guy could come into possession of this retarded kid? I think, uh, well, this kind of explains it. This woman, Susanna... Uh, had taken over uh, the TARD's disability check and gave uh, this retarded girl an allowance uh, from the from the check and I guess paid part of the rent with the rest of it. Kind of like a foster home, then. Yeah, it she sounds just like cashing it. in. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for her, the, this portion of the rent that she paid, uh, this retarded girl, Catelyn, was forced to sleep in the unfinished basement of their country home in Midland, Ontario. You know, that's that's one of the saddest things about people that give birth to retards. They always treat them inhumanely. They're always living in the shed, like in Sling Blade. They're yeah, always living well, in like, the like basement. The, it sounds like the mom actually kicked her out of the house, and then this girl went to go live with these other dudes. Well, you know what, though? She's probably incontinent, and that's that's a thing. Maybe it's they like, just have a tarp down there, and a hose, well, and a drain. Well, you know, I mean, would you want your kid, you know, if you had a retarded kid living in your house, and he was throwing his feces around, would you want him living with your other kids? <laughs> like on a bunk bed? No. Get kind of messy. Stick them in the closet. Yeah. Or the basement. Yeah, you could just hose, the, hose, hose everything down, <laughs> the shed. That's why I don't take care of retards. <laughs> <laughs> the crown, which I guess is what they call, you know, the court, the the district attorney who's prosecuting the case, could not explain why this guy decided to confine Casino in the basement one night and torture her to death, which is really disappointing to me because I want to know, you know, what w- prompted this? Yeah, I don't was she watching it. Barney too loudly for too many hours straight? Did uh, she lose her crash helmet? Yeah, yeah. like I mean, seriously, what, what know, prompts something? Crapped like this? her pants one too many times. And for me, a blowtorch seems like a bit severe of a punishment. But they don't have guns, so the you know, yeah, I guess, I guess you, can, you, can you just couldn't bust beat a her, cap in her grill, beat her with a p- pipe and a phone book, but uh. Uh, this guy, the prosecutor says, it boggles the mind. Uh, he said Casino was confined while she was naked. That's kind of a non sequitur. I guess the guy took her clothes off. So wait, she's 25 years old, right? Yes. So maybe... You think this is a hot tart? Is that where you're going with this? No, you know what I'm saying. Maybe she's not that bad looking. This guy thought he was going to get it on with her. Have you ever seen a hot tart? No. <laughs> I no. had to think about that they don't for a know, second. <laughs> they don't take care of themselves generally, you know? They don't exercise or understand, you know, how to wear clothes. Hygiene. Yeah, yeah. or hygiene. Yeah. Um, anyways, this guy put her in the basement, t- took her clothes off, then they grab, he grabbed a propane torch and lit it and held it to parts of her body. Actually, they keep saying they, because apparently there's another guy who's not named in this article who's also before the courts on this same charge. Is this like another Canadian sport that I've never heard of? Like, <laughs> Was it so. Shirling? There's Shirling, yeah. which is one, kind of a weird one. Curling and, and yeah, Shirling. curling and Shirling, which is <laughs> kind of a weird one. And now I guess there's uh, torching retards. Yeah, this would be more like an arts and crafts type thing, I think. A hobby than a sport. You want to go torch that retard, eh? <laughs> yeah. Right, well, yeah. they held 
smelled this torch to parts of her body in this basement. It can't have smelled very good, you know? Burning hair and tarred (laughs) flesh. Um, throughout the torture, Sita would throw rubbing alcohol onto this chick's body. Jesus. Uh, well, you got to stave off infection. Because <laughs> yeah, well, probably there. pretty cool, like lights on fire and gas everywhere. Yeah, it's flammable. So. Uh, the torching was persistent and prolonged, says the prosecutor. It is horrific. Um, all this time, she's down there in the basement being blowtorched, and she's screaming. Uh, this woman, Susanna Ballow, uh, and her three sons, age 11, 12, and 13, were upstairs and could hear her screams but did nothing. This, so this woman is actually sentenced to eight years in prison for criminal negligence causing death. It's probably a good thing that our children are being taken away Jesus, from these her. These kids are probably traumatized by this. They could hear their retarded sister being burned alive downstairs, and yet they just no. This do isn't anything. their. This isn't their sister. All right, sister-in-law, whatever. Just live in. Tard, I think. Living you... tard. Okay, they're they're pet. <laughs> but kid, I mean, boys when they're t- 11, 12, and thirteen are pretty just brutal and like. Yeah, don't but really I don't have think... a lot of. That's when you're like torturing animals is your is your greatest fun. I guess if that's your father, I bet you're just kind of like, Dad, you said I could do it this time. You know, I wonder if like they were all jealous. Like, yeah, maybe they're just it. scrabbling at the basement door trying to get down there, and the mom's <laughs> keeping it from it. Um, days after the murder, this guy. I guess to cover up his tracks, poured gasoline throughout the house and set it on fire while the others packed up and went to a hotel. So how did he get found rash. out? Yeah, it does seem a bit rash. Well, but... they, you know, the cops after the fire checked out the house and found the remains in the basement. And I guess, you know, it's hard to the, but found you... the gas containers, found the woman, and, and basically they could tell exactly what happened. They blow torches there. But I mean, it takes a lot of air freshener to take out the smell of a burnt tard. Yeah, isn't it? it does. I mean, I don't see how else you could do it other than burning it's the house down. It's one hell of a Labor Day barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is why I brought up the fact that we really need to get these degrees of murder straight, because in a joint submission, the prosecution and the defense came to an agreement and asked for a life sentence with parole eligibility after 10 years, which is the minimum for second-degree murder. So, now, why would they go after the minimum sentence on the, on a on a heinous crime like this. I mean, this guy tortured this retarded girl to death with I'm a thinking, blowtorch. I'm thinking maybe and he's thought, only getting 10 years? Well, no, he's getting life, but he can't he will be eligible to be let out after 10 years if he exhibits uh, you know, good behavior. Yeah, I don't even get maybe that. No maybe they're so thinking the killers in Canada. Yeah, and maybe they're thinking the other guy uh was the prime culture. Maybe they're trying to put it mostly on the other guy. But yeah, I just think it's uh, another case of these foreign countries that are just way too lenient it's a on their criminals. revolving door prison here. Like if I lived in Canada, I would definitely want to have a gun. Well, it is 10 years. It's a pretty slow revolving door. <laughs> I'm giving it a four. You know what? I'm going to actually give that a five. And the reason I'm going to give it a five is I don't know if you've seen the movie Hostel. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, I have seen Eli that. Eli Roth. Yeah. There's there's a scene in that movie where this guy paid to torture this Asian girl to death right. with a blowtorch. He was cutting out her eye and blowtorching her face. <laughs> And uh, she ended up like I guess the 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 main character ended up uh, I don't know saving her and killing the guy. Yeah, way and, to ruin uh, the movie for everybody. I guess it doesn't really. Ruin oh, whatever. It. Everybody I mean, knows I'm sure the whole movie's people... just gratuitous violence. Yeah, but I'm sure if anyone who listens to this show has probably seen the movie Hostel. Yeah, you're probably right. So anyway, he's running around. She's got her eye hanging out. And yeah, he... that's the best part is that they torch her <laughs> eye and that. I don't want to give away the other part, but she's like a character in the movie for like the last half hour running around with this melted with this face. eye like hanging out of her face. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's disgusting. And so that's what 
when you're talking about this, I'm just picturing this retarded girl with her eye hanging out, face all burned off. But the Asian girl in the movie was hot before they melted her face off. So you're saying that since it's a tard, it doesn't really matter? No, it just it gives me a different feeling. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I wouldn't be jerking off to the thought of this retarded girl getting her face burned off. But the Asian chick, Jesus, dude, my dick's chafed now. No, okay, so I'm giving it a five star because of that. All right, we'll have to see what the uh, listening audience has to say about that one. So uh, moving on to my story here for episode 86, it's been a while since I've done a child molestation story, much <laughs> less a father raping his daughter story. How long has it been since you've done a child molestation? Eh, a couple <laughs> hours. But anyway, uh, here's the headline. Dentist charged with raping his drunk daughter. <laughs> that's, just wrong. that's wrong in multiple ways. <laughs> teenage drinking. And it's, just dentists, n- It's dude. never good, though, teenage drinking. Nope. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't lead to anything good. So this happened in Riverside, California, which really isn't all that far from here. No. Albert Cabrera, 48 years old, is charged with one count each of incest and raping a person under the influence of a controlled substance in connection with the alleged attack on one of his children. Oh, he has other children. Yeah, but this is just one of his kids. They don't actually give her name out because she's a minor, so uh, she's named Jane Doe. So uh, according to um, the court here, the sexual assault happened this past March in the family's home in Riverside, California. Cabrera, his daughter, and her stepmother returned to the house after drinking beer and eating at an area Mexican food restaurant, probably a Taco Bell. I didn't know Mexican people went out to mes- Mexican restaurants. I it, assume by this guy's name that he's a Mexican dentist or Mexican-American or whatever you want to call him. Well, maybe him. he married a gringo that can't cook. <laughs> yeah, Could you're be. right. Uh, they played pool at home and consumed more alcohol for several hours until the alleged victim began to feel ill and went into a bathroom where she collapsed on the floor and soon passed out. How old is this daughter? They don't say, but they they, uh, they they won't give her real name, so I'm assuming she must She's be a She's under minor. 18, right? Yeah, yeah, she must be under 18, which kind of cracks me up that the dad's just like, you know, shoving margaritas down her throat. Yeah. And uh, playing pool with his drunk daughter and his stepmom. Or, Who the fuck the plays pool with her dad? Uh, you know, I don't even know. Like, I, I, wouldn't you find that weird? And even I would just if you're find the it really lame. You, but I mean, even if you're the stepmother, you'd be like, why do you keep feeding her drinks? And what's with all this pool playing? I don't know. People who have pool tables in their house don't play pool. You get bored with it after like a week. So the girl passed out in the bathroom. Jane Doe remembers seeing her father in the bathroom with her. She woke up in her half-sister's bedroom, and her father was engaging in sexual intercourse with her. Uh, She says she heard him say, God, I can't believe I'm having sex with my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like, I can't believe it's not butter? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, that's got to be one of the worst things for a child to hear. Yeah. You know? I know a similar thing happened to me and my with me and my father when I was growing up at about age of fifteen. I don't think I ever told you about this, but uh, we got really drunk on Manischewitz. It was on Passover. <laughs> oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. My dad. Hot times. Tr- well, my dad tried to circumcise me again, <laughs> and I was just like, "What are you doing, Dad? Get off me, Jesus! You him never the, give a rabbi too much." Yeah, him and the Manischewitz. He just know. doesn't know what's going on. Seriously, I was did he just try like, and cradle you in his arms? <laughs> doing it? No, he covered my face with his yarmulke and was just like <laughs> sitting there trying to snip it and i just like you know clocked him once i was just like dad 
I'm 24 now. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the victim, whose age has not been disclosed, awoke in the same bed hours later and found her clothes had been put back on the wrong way. <laughs> Inside out or backwards? I think backwards. <laughs> Which kind of cracks me up because the dude's wasted. Yeah. Fucking his daughter. Takes off her clothes and then puts them back on backwards. Yeah. The I streak goes in the, the brown streak goes in the back. <laughs> That's how you remember. Yeah, I, I don't really understand. So in a pretext telephone conversation secretly taped by the uh, police department several days later, the alleged victim confronted her father. During the conversation, Jane Doe stated she was intoxicated and had not been a willing participant in the sex act. Apparently, she must have went to the police and then uh, worked with them to bust her father. This information was never challenged or contradicted by Cabrera. The defendant instead alleged she had been sending him signals the whole night and, quote-unquote, perhaps wanted to have sex with him as a way of father-daughter bonding. What the fuck? <laughs> Explain what is that wrong logic with this to person? Me. Explain that logic to This me. is his real daughter, right? Because I mentioned there's a stepmom, but this is his real biological daughter. This is his biological daughter, yeah. Which kind of cranks me up because, I mean, okay, if you're in that situation, you just raped your daughter, you got her drunk, you raped your daughter, what would you say in your defense? I don't think I would go, well, we were trying to bond. No, you'd I, say, I wouldn't go I the didn't father do daughter it. bonding route. I think I would say, I didn't do it. The Eddie Murphy defense I mean, wasn't me. <laughs> what, you know what I wonder now, though? It's like, what is father and bonding, daughter bonding these days? Watching Ugly Betty? I guess. <laughs> Or, you know, playing My Little Pony. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's getting drunk at Taco Bell and uh, raping your daughter after playing pool. All right, I definitely don't think Mexicans go to Taco Bell. They work <laughs> at Taco Bell, but they don't go to... I've never seen a Mexican eating Taco Bell. All right, you know, you know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Here, I think they went to some fine Mexican dieting establishment. So Cabrera's license to practice dentistry has been challenged by the California Attorney General's office. Does surprise, it even surprise. matter? <laughs> I don't know. Because if this guy's your dentist, aren't you immediately going to find another dentist once this gets out in the news? I don't think it, I think it's a moot point trying to take his license away. But see, that's what bothers me. I hate the dentist, as most people do anyway. But Every time I read a story like this or you hear about dentist conventions and the hookers that are involved, dentists are suspicious doctors. They're shady. Well, they, they also have are. the highest rate of suicide, I yeah. think I've heard. Because, you know, dentists are party guys. Like, out of all the doctors, the dentists are the ones that, like, do cocaine and get high on laughing gas. And I'm always <laughs> nervous. Every time I go to the dentist, I'm going to, like, that's why I never say, put me under. I'm always like, yeah, you can anesthetize my gums, give me a shot. But I'm not going to let you put me under because I don't want to wake up with his balls in my mouth. See, dude, you have to figure it out. Like, I've figured it out. My dentist is a hot lady. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think she's actually younger than me. I See, mean, you I think want she might her be... to be perverted. Yeah, I've never I had want, a female I want dentist to wake up from the, from the gas. With her balls in your mouth. <laughs> with my balls in her mouth. <laughs> She could just give me a gentle hand job. I'm not. I'm not greedy with this. You know, it, this reminds me of. Uh, I had a roommate a while ago. I think you remember him. He did that uh, website mulletsgalore.com. Remember Mullet Jeremy? Is that website still around? I, I remember know, this was long enough ago that I remember we were like in awe of somebody having their own website. It was like magical. This is like, like wow, he's no, got a he's got a website. He's got a website. That's so. Well, you know, it was a how fad. do you do that? It was a fad for a long time, and then I think it just kind of died because. 
became so mainstream huh. that I think it just wasn't funny anymore. Uh-huh. But anyway, he worked at a photo store. I think it was like a Walmart or something. And uh, people would bring in their pictures. This is back when, uh, I think it's before digital cameras, people still develop film. Yeah. Which I don't think people do as often. This but is anyway, like back in the Flintstones era. Yeah, in 2000. <laughs> so uh, anyway, there's a doctor, which I don't want to give his name out, but he's a local dentist. He would bring in rolls of film that would have half the pictures on the film would be of him with his family, his daughter, they had cerebral palsy. And then the other half would be all the different prostitutes that would be in his office that he would be inserting all the different dental instruments inside their orifices. That's not sanitary. No, dude, it was disgusting. You'd see this guy, it's like you'd see one picture of his kid with cerebral palsy, he's holding the kid. Next picture, he's got like that little mirror, handheld mirror thing shoved up her asshole. Well, you can understand. Not the daughter, I mean, this guy, a prostitute. This guy has this guy has a lot of issues in his life, and he's got to have some type of a, an outlet for yeah, his but, for but his that, rage. But that bothers me because that that same implement's going to be stuck in my mouth when I go to the dentist. You know what bothers me is you want your dentist to be like a kind of intelligent guy. You know, he went to med school or dental school, whatever that is, and and he's retarded enough that he's going to take these photos to a, a photo a mat yeah. and like have people look at them and think he's not going to get prosecuted i don't know we love the photos he actually had a whole he had yeah. a whole collection obviously of, uh, funny uh, photos. obviously the mullets galore wasn't going to turn him in because he wanted to see more yeah he you know what he really should have done is put a website together of dentists with their prostitutes that would have he been had a great. bunch of other good just general sex pictures didn't he like really hairy dudes getting blowjobs from their ugly wives you know there are a lot of like there are pictures of like hairy dudes laying naked with their dogs yeah and then there are a lot of pictures of dudes that just take pictures of their feces like in <laughs> toilets yeah like steel like from steel from the yeah. <laughs> i know exactly like steel from from the bill but apparently a lot of guys get off on that it's like they make a big dump and it's just like i gotta get the camera get the camera <laughs> you know i you know i don't know well that's we'll have to ask him about it when he's out here for the podcast convention so on the sick and wrong star scale i don't think this guy was a very um good dentist to say the least. I don't think he's a very well, competent dentist. He's a worse dad. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a worse dad than he is a dentist. And uh, furthermore, the fact that he said his daughter would be giving him signals all night, I just <laughs> don't want him treating my cavities. I'm giving this four stars. Which cavity? <laughs> four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about this one. So uh, we received another story here that Actually, the location of this story is is uh, very coincidental. Anyways, this was sent in from Josh, and um, where is this? Florida? Josh from Florida. He didn't say where in Florida, but Josh from Florida sent us this story here. Uh, apparently, the story happened in Ontario, California. That's where the podcast convention is. Is the site of the podcast convention, which is at the end of this month. It's not really. It's called the Podcast Expo, right? Whatever, dude. It's Dorkfest 2007. <laughs> I mean, this is like pure. This is like going to a Star Wars convention. Yeah, I'm going to wear a disguise. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, don't want to be photographed and put up on the, their website. Well, I don't think we're going there and going to be like, you know, snorting a bunch of cocaine and getting laid. Maybe. But uh, I've seen some of the pictures of the other podcasters, and I don't want to fuck any of them. No. Yeah, it might be me. They don't probably don't want know. to fuck us either, though, <laughs> you have to admit. Yeah, probably not, actually. <laughs> well, maybe if they're really drunk and we take them to Taco Bell first. Yeah. Yeah, could happen. Give you the signals. Are we going to that expo? Has it been determined? Are we going to go represent sick and wrong there? I don't think so. I think we're going to go down there and stay far away from the actual expo itself. Dude, I think we should go there and represent sick and wrong, get a booth or something, pass out T-shirts and... Uh, 
You know, I mean, dude, we have a podcast that rivals some of the other ones, don't you think? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not in the big leagues, like no. uh, you know, like uh, what nobody likes onions. We're or, in the we're in the double digit voting category. Yeah, so we get about you know whatever double digit votes per month on podcast. Well, the only but... reason I really want to go there is to hang out with Steel Martin from Front yeah. of the Hill because I haven't seen those guys in a long time. So I think it'd be a good time. But it's I at agree. the end of the month, and we'll definitely keep the audience posted about this because I think it'd be great. We we might even do a joint show with them. That'd be cool. So anyway, this story occurred in Ontario, California which apparently is like one of the meth capitals of the state. Yeah, it's, you know, all of central California is just meth heaven. Just meth, Meth yeah. lab heaven also. Meth lab heaven, yeah. So an eight-month-old boy has died after his mother told police she accidentally wiped his nose with a cotton swab used earlier to clean a methamphetamine pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of cracks me up. It's like, you know, you get a box of Q-tips. It costs, what, $2? Couldn't you just get another one to clean your infant's nose with? Is that what they're talking about? Are they talking about a cotton ball or a Q-tip? Q-tip, cotton swab. I've heard a cotton ball called a swab also. How would you, who, clean, who, a, who, how would you clean a pipe with a cotton ball? I don't know. You clean I a don't pipe have with a, a fucking meth pipe. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I assume it's like cleaning out a pipe. Why don't you bring pipe. your crack pipe out and show me? <laughs> I'm assuming it's like cleaning out a marijuana pipe, which you use a Q-tip with and rubbing I figured, alcohol. I figured they stuffed the cotton ball in the end and then poked it through with something else, like a ramrod. But that's like a makeshift or Q-tip. Like a- <laughs> Why would you just get a Q-tip? Well, okay. Well, here's what I don't understand. How do you wipe somebody's nose with a Q-tip? Stick it in their fucking nose. <laughs> it's not that hard, is it? Dude, you should never have a child. <laughs> uh, believe me, I don't want one. And I won't be wiping his nose either. <laughs> well, you're not jamming it in that far. All right. So, the so boy, Q- we're talking about a Q-tip. The boy here, Samuel Rado, was declared dead Friday after being in a coma for about four days. Uh, police responded to a child not breathing emergency call this past Thursday, found him in full cardiac aw- arrest. The baby also has a fractured skull, broken arm, and pneumonia. Wow. It's like a trifecta. Did that all come from the, the incredible meth high it was on, or <laughs> these pre-existing conditions? I think it's just uh, great parenting. Yeah. It's, it's uh, incredible, to good parenting. Way. Yeah, it's like, Jesus, dude. How does your kid, first of all, have cardiac arrest, fractured skull, broken arm, and pneumonia all at once? Would they play basketball with them? Meth is a hell of a drug. A hell of a drug. Definitely is. Uh, Elizabeth Rada here, 27 years old, was arrested Thursday and booked for investigation of felony child abuse. Sanchez, who's her husband here, surrendered to police later that night, was also arrested on suspicion of abusing the child. So I think what happened is they got really high, and they were like, I'm bored. This baby's screaming. I'm going to beat its ass. Why don't junkies get abortions? <laughs> I think we've had this question before, but why? It's legal. Uh, you can go to Planned Parenthood, and I think they pay for most of it. You know, the last thing you want when you're a junkie just and you're living to get high is a kid. Because then you have to spend money on the kid. Right. And, and you then when you change kill the kid, diaper, you go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It, Junkies and kids don't mix. Yeah, it seems counterproductive. I don't, you know, I don't really get that either. I don't mind. I mean, I think they should legalize drugs, but if you're going to legalize drugs, you should also tell these drug people on drugs. There should be a get the mess, you know, get out the message campaign. If you're a junkie, get an abortion. <laughs> Have I'm, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised meth doesn't make you infertile. <laughs> You think it would? Yeah. Well, maybe they had the kid before. Well, yeah. Maybe the maybe the kid comes first, and then the kid is so annoying that then you pick up a drug habit. I think if you're a real junkie, you would sell the kid and then buy more speed. Yeah, but isn't speed really pretty cheap? 
Yeah, it doesn't cost that That's much. That's kind of but the problem. I, uh, they need to raise the prices and get get a lot of these people in line. So the uh, mother here, Elizabeth, told police she gave the baby a bath and then used the cotton swab to clean his nose because it was itching. She said she had no idea the swab had been used to clean a meth pipe. Which <laughs> Meth of, makes you smart. Well, cra- <laughs> it does. <laughs> what cracks me up here is why wouldn't they just get a new Q-tip and just throw that one away? Uh, I'm, I mean, ju- I'm picturing a very dirty house. I don't think they have the housekeeper come over very often here. Yeah, you know, it doesn't, I don't know. And wouldn't it have, like, brown shit all over it? I mean, yeah, you, I, like, I, I cleaned out dirty? a pot pipe, and it, it's full of... Yeah, and, it's gross, and, yeah. dude. It's like the worst bugger imaginable. So it wasn't clear when the baby actually suffered the broken bones. Police said some of the injuries may be the result of Sanchez's attempt to rouse the baby... <laughs> from its seizure so apparently i think they shoved the meth q-tip up its nose the kid had a seizure and the uh the uh i don't know the uh brain trust sanchez here was just like all right i'm gonna rouse the baby from the seizure and uh yeah gave it all these broken bones once again tweakers are smart just ask a tweaker he'll tell you how smart he is for hours and hours he'll tell you that he's a genius and just nobody understands him and everybody's out to get him but he's a really like you know iq of 180 or something yeah you know i have no idea so on the sick and wrong star scale you know what Uh, this kid did not need to die this kid also didn't need to be born i'm gonna have to give this three stars (laughs) you really i think it's four and a half you're giving it four and a half yeah yeah, but the dad didn't rape the kid. No, but he didn't it's get a dead. drunk on margaritas and it's Taco dead. Bell. It's it's the location of the podcast expo. I just it gets an honorary at least once half a star bump up for me. So that's where I, I'm getting. To All right, I'm up. bumping mine up to four stars. All right, it's four stars. Well, we invite the listening audience to determine who won episode 86. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Vote and uh, let us know. Why don't you check out the new Sick and Wrong Forum, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Well, uh, Wackerly, it is nearing the end of the show here, and as usual, we get to listener email. We received a couple funny ones I kind of want to bring up here on the show. We got one here from uh, P-Funk, who um, says, hey, George guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me that he listens to the show. I'm glad that he's a fan. He says, hey, guys, I discovered you in May and finally caught up. Finished the last of the episodes this weekend. First off, you guys rock. Second, I echo the chorus about getting your brother back on the show. I saw his picture. He's fucking hot. I want to fuck him or let him fuck me. Get him back in the studio so I have some new whack-off material. His original appearance is getting old. I just puked in my mouth a little bit. You know, it's funny to me. It's like, do you think he's looking at the mullet picture? Or do you think he's looking at the current picture of my brother that where he's wearing the sick and wrong T-shirt? I don't know which answer to that question bothers me more. <laughs> well, you know what? Let, let's give him a call. Let's give him a ring, right, and we can see if uh, he's, he's probably not going to pick up. But, but let's try. let's give him a ring, and if he picks up, we can find out when he's going to come back on the show. You'll have to reread him the email if he answers. Yeah, I will. Hey, guy, what's going on? Nothing. Hey, we got a quick question. It's uh, Lance Amir here at Sick and Wrong. I just have a quick question for you, guy. What? Um, someone wrote in wondering when you're going to come back on the show. He says, um, second, I echo the chorus about getting your brother back on the show. I saw his picture. He's fucking hot. I want him to fuck me or I want to fuck him. Get him back in the studio, please, so I have some new whack-off material. 
So when are you going to come back on the show? I'm going to come back on the show and bring my friend Mattress on there. Mattress? Yeah. Is that, is that his real name, like his birth name? That's just what we call it. Oh, great. Well, you know what? We're, we're, I, I, I mentioned before that we're going to have you on for uh, the Folsom Street Fair. Oh, yeah? Because uh, isn't that coming up? Yeah, it's coming up. And wait, it's the end of the month, right? End of September. End of September. So we'll have you and Mattress on the show talking about the Folsom Street Fair, and uh, we'll give this guy some new jack-off material. All right. Can we take some cheesecake photographs for the website for this guy? Hey, guys. Can we take some cheesecake photographs of you and Matt Mattress for this guy who's emailed in? I'm taking photos of my taint. <laughs> All right, maybe we'll send him photos of the taint. I'll let D take that picture. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Well, you can, well, I'll just give you the guy's email, and you can just send it to him yourself. Maybe I'll wash my taint for the pictures. <laughs> I hope so. When's the last time you washed your taint? Dude, I, I read phone numbers in my taint. That way... You know, I always have them. I just pull out my pants and spot them in a mirror if I didn't check the phone number. You write them in reverse, you're saying? Of course. Hey, well, you know what? Yes. One thing I want to bring up when you come back on the show is I want to talk about, you heard about that senator, the Republican senator that just got busted? Yeah. Soliciting gay sex in the bathroom? Yeah, I checked him off in the bathroom, right? Yeah, but you, have you ever actually... I, I, my... I vote Democrat, but I party with Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my question. Have you ever had sex in an airport bathroom? What else is there to do in an airport? Yeah, I guess that's a good way. See, that's, that's, a, so that's another that's another reason why gay guys have more fun than us hats. It's because uh, it's like we have to sit there and wait, eat shitty food, wait for the plane. Whereas gay guys are like, yeah, I'm going to go get my dick sucked. Yeah. I had to fly to fucking work, man. I would schedule layovers in hot airports. Yeah, see? Hey, you know, we're going to have to bring this up when we have you on for uh, Folsom Street. Yeah, it bears further discussion in detail. Definitely bears further discussion. Plus, uh, we'll have to maybe get another mic unless you want to share one with Mattress. Not really. Do you think Mattress is going to like Wackerly? Yeah, as long as we can keep uh, Mattress's, uh, you know, another parts. <laughs> well, the one thing I want to say, though, before either one of you guys come in, you're going to have to be wearing clothes. It's a, it's a one policy of the Sick and Wrong studio. Everyone has to be clothed. Nipples need to be covered. Dude, that was not the deal. Sorry, guy. I'm making new rules. I'm a new podcast, a new podcast it will be. <laughs> I'm making new rules. All right. Well, uh, that's that's it there, then. You're coming back on the show. I'll give you a call back a little later. Right. All I right. I still lap. What? I still get to sit on Wackerly's lap, right? Yeah, actually, that was part of the agreement. I forgot to tell you that. My I, brother gets I, to I sit on your lap. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to sit on Wackerly's lap. I'm not coming. Oh, believe me, you'll get to sit on more than Wackerly's lap. Just wipe this time, okay? <laughs> that means I gotta go buy lube. <laughs> Just wipe That's prior true. to coming in. That's, That's all true. I care about. Funny I save on lube by not wiping. <laughs> all right, guy, I'll give you a call back later. Bye. You know, very a, enthusiastic. <laughs> that's the first time I think we've had him on the show in a long time where he's actually interested in coming in. He didn't rage out. Yeah, he wasn't angry. Is he on some type of Prozac or something? I don't know. Did he just stick like a methamphetamine Q-tip up a baby's nose? He's happy. <laughs> I guess yeah, so. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Well, then, in answer to your question there, P-Funk, we're going to have my brother and his friend Mattress on the show probably in about two weeks. Mattress. So, um, yeah, all the gay fans, stay tuned. Should be a good show. Or fans of the gays. Or fans of the gays, definitely. So moving on here to, uh, <clears throat> we got another email from Jason from Washington, D.C. He says, 
I listened to Keith and the Girl, and I also like Boo. Sick and Wrong. And I noticed that uh, Keith and the Girl have a page on their website with pictures of people who have gotten Keith and the Girl tattoos. Has anyone ever gotten a Sick and Wrong tattoo? I'm thinking about being the first. Don't. Well, first of all, I had no idea about this. You know, I I, I know I've obviously I've heard of Keith and the Girl. It's one of the most successful podcasts. I actually haven't really listened to the show, so I can't say whether or not I like it. I haven't really checked it out. Neither have I. I've never yeah, listened I to a single episode. <laughs> I've never actually listened to the show. But I assume if it's that successful and that popular, it must be a pretty decent show. Somebody likes it. Quite but, a few people like it. But anyway, I went to their website, and I tried to check up on this. And yeah, there's a section on their website with people who have pictures of Keith and the Girl tattoos. Have you seen this, Wackerly? Yeah, well, after I read this email, I went over and looked at it. Um, what the fuck is wrong with all, people? First of all, it might be a great podcast, but their logo is horrible. It's it's like, okay, for people that don't know this, it's a stick figure dude with a stick figure girl with an afro. Right. And they're holding hands, and it says Keith and the girl, and kind of like, I don't know, childlike writing. Well, she, you can also look at pictures of her, and she has the typical, like your sister, you know, the big Jew fro yeah, the hair, big Jew fro. curly sticking out, and that's what the stick figure looks like. But, I mean, it's a god-awful logo. It's a stick, anybody, you know what a stick figure is? That's what they are. And they're holding hands, and one of them has a microphone, I believe. Well, first of all, it's a god-awful logo, and there's no reason to get that tattooed on your body, because it's, it's just a fucking lame picture. Second of all, why would anyone in their right mind get a tattoo of a podcast on their body? First of all, I don't even like to talk about podcasts out in public, you know, because people will hear you and think you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not bagging on Keith and the girl here or their success. I no, mean, obviously, I, we're bagging on the people who got these tattoos. But and that's what I'm. That's what I was gonna say. Is for the rest of your life, people are gonna say, "What's that? What's that?" And you're gonna say, "It's a Keith and the Girl tattoo." They're gonna be say, "What's Keith and the Girl?" You're gonna say, "It's a podcast." They're gonna say, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> and at this point, you know, you're lower than the lowest rung of just looking like an idiot. I well, think getting a tattoo of a podcast logo or what what have you, a Keith and the Girl logo tattoo is worse than getting a tattoo of the Led Zeppelin balloon or the Tasmanian Devil or the Pink Lloyd Prism. I think on the pantheon of shitty tattoos, that's got to be up at the highest because it's a podcast. Or the lowest. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying it's yes. the it's the, the top. Shitty pyramid. The, it's the, 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 the shitty very pyramid top. of tattoos. Getting a podcast tattoo is at the top. And this one on top of that is it's like it doesn't even look cool. I can't imagine anything worse. You know, if I ever met somebody that had a Keith and the Girl tattoo or a sick and wrong tattoo, yes. I would slap them. I would too. I and that's what I'm saying too. I would right? slap the tattoo off their ass. <laughs> that's I would knock the black off you. But that's what I'm saying to Jason here. It's like dude, if I met you and you had a sick and wrong tattoo, I would slap you. Unless <laughs> If you get it on a private, personal area where other people are never going to see it, and especially if you're the type of person who's getting a sick and wrong tattoo, you probably don't get laid. So nobody <laughs> will ever see it but you. That I could buy, maybe. Like an S on one nut and a W on the other nut. 
I guess I can maybe see that, but or I'm just maybe saying... D your face on one nut and my face <laughs> on the other nut. On with the other like ball. and a microphone tattooed on the underside on the of the penis. <laughs> or the taint. <laughs> microphone length of the taint. So when you like shimmied around, it looked like we were doing the podcast down there. And all... you could videotape it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> all I'm saying is all those people that send in pictures to Keith and the girl with their tattoos. Oh, and there's multiple. You and think... there's multiple. There's you like can imagine, 15. You can imagine one deranged person who's like obsessed. Oh, you know, basically the kind of person who would stalk Keith and the girl yeah. getting that and they would say oh ha ha we'll put the picture up but yeah like you said there's like 15 people with tattoos those people are going to regret that seriously their children are going to see that and be like what's a podcast and then they got to explain it and then be like well it's a show that ran for like five years and it was pretty funny those guys are pretty cool but I was really a big fan so I got this stick figure tattoo pretty much all I'm going to say is you probably paid maybe $150, $200 for that shitty tattoo you're going to pay either $1,000 to have it removed oh, it will be removed. or you're going to be pay, you're, or you're going to be paying probably $500 to get it covered up Right. With the next shitty podcast tattoo. I mean, get a tattoo of Richard Pryor's face. I mean, somebody is like legitimately, legendarily funny or something. Dude, you get know? the Pink Floyd prism. Just yeah. Get, I mean, right. oh, the Rolling Stones mouth is cooler <laughs> than a Keith and the Girl tattoo. <laughs> I swear pretty, to God. That's I mean, actually pretty lame. The Rolling Stones mouth. <laughs> yeah, but I've never it's still seen cooler that. than a Keith and the Girl that's tattoo. True, that's or true. Or a Sick and Wrong tattoo. Or a Nobody Likes Onions tattoo. We're not going to be impressed with that. We're going to slap you. I would almost shut the show down. Yeah, I would say I, I think we've I done too feel. much damage to society at this point if somebody sent in a picture. I, I would say that too. Except for the nut idea. I'm still behind that. Finally here, we got another email from uh, Jolo who uh, actually sent us in the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I think it's my new favorite band. They're called the Fistermen. And uh, yeah, you can go check them out. MySpace.com slash Fistermen. And somebody I, should introduce them to the queers. Yeah, it sounds like they make a good team. Yeah. But anyway, he sends a song called Get Downs. And uh, they're kind of like a hip-hop parody comedy kind of thing going on here. Uh, Jolo says, all right, matey, still trying to catch up with all your shows as I wanted to hear them in order. So not sure if you've heard this, but it's worth making sure. Some sick and wrong fucking hilarious lyrics to these covers. Also, check out their MySpace page, myspace.com slash Fisterman. And then he says, nice on knob jockeys, Jolo. What, what does that mean? It's um, nice on knob what, jockeys. Australian salutary ending to a letter. I think this guy's an English yob. I think it's some kind of yob term. Yeah, he's either Australian or English. With so that anyway, kind of uh, we're going to end the show here with the Fistermen doing a song called Get Downs. I actually kind of like this band. So Now, is it Get Down or Get Downs? Downs. I think oh, they're referring okay. to Downs I can see syndrome. where they're going with this. Yeah, Get Downs. So uh, thank you, Jolo, for uh, saying that in. Uh, people, if you haven't already, go check out uh, Podcast Alley and give us a vote. It's a new month, and uh, yeah, we need your votes. We actually topped in at over 80 last time. So wow. uh, yeah, it was an all-time Pretty amazing. high for us. We'll be back next uh, week with episode 87 and uh yeah you get to look forward to having my brother on the show very soon so and until mattress, then apparently yeah and mattress it's gonna be a double whammy <laughs> until then take it sleazy I'm a peeping tom up a tree, wearing a thong with an STD, yeah. Six songs of my speciality, and I like to rape a girl in a rainbow cavity, so get down. Licking on my balls, I'm a sex psycho in a student hall. Any minute now the police will be called, I'm pissed in a fresh roof six feet tall. Get down, bleeding on my piss. Yeah, that's it, baby, now take it like this. I wanna go deep right down to the wrist, and it's about time that I made you piss, so get down. Pissing on the floor Let your hands linger till your fingers are sore I put it in them, then I fling them to the floor And I leave any ninger with a ring red ball So get down, shit 
sitting on my face. I long for the taste of your anal paste. No bog roll in the whole damn place. But I got a book plug in an old suitcase. So get down, bringing out the toys. I'm pumping a cunt till she's jumping for joy. Raping her face and she's making noise. And I'm like a pheasant pocket sucking on a hemorrhoid. Screaming on my iPod I split the throat like I'm Sweeney Todd And I'm down on my knees with a knob in my gob So get down, sucking off a course On course as a general with genital warts My cock's hanging out my boxer shorts Till I make the horse go up at my short pork sword So get down, fiddle with my legs I let preteen sleep in my trouser tent I've got a cock, two balls and an arse for rent And when you're coming up my bum you know it's money well spent So get down, paying for my soul I'll munch your cunt and I'll eat you whole Leave you fanny like a monkey salad bowl You can chew on my cock like it was a bread roll So get down, feeding on my peas I'm making a...